Welcome to the K-Pop Cast. I'm your K-Pop DJ and I'm joined by my co-host, Stephanie. Good evening, everyone. Good to be here. And welcoming in our resonant K-Pop Cast BTS expert, it's Ariana. Hey guys, good to be here. And today we'll be doing a double shot of J-Hope. With Daydream and Airplane. Letting you know if these songs are Daebak or not. But before we dive into that, first our hit replays. Hit replays are songs we recommend you play on replay each week. But this week, we're doing a special edition of Hit Replays, where each of us lists our favorite track off of J-Hope's Hicks Tape Hope World album. Because, let's all face it, that's what we were listening to this week anyway. So Steph, want to kick us off with a song you're feeling the most? It would be my pleasure. My favorite track off the album is track number one, baby. That's Hope World. The song makes me so happy with its upbeat, <laughs> funky sound. Uh, it reminds me a little of another song I love, Zyko's Artist. Oh, it has right. this like celebration, party feel, dancing in the streets, and uh, I love it. Hello to my whole world. How about you, Pilo? Did you pick something else? Okay, you all know me. Y'all know my bias in music. (laughs) You know I like those like dirty ratchet banger clangers. So (laughs) maybe this isn't ratchet, but it's baseline for me. I thought it was the closest thing to a banger off of this album. And uh, we're getting some real attitude from J-Hope. It's uh, another side of the artist that we're seeing on this album. And it's the most unique one, in my opinion, in terms of his personality off of this mixtape. And last but not least, Ariana, what's your pick? Ah, uh, for me, it's gonna be POP, also Piece of Peace, Part One. <laughs> I really liked it because it's it's the beginning of that early '90s sound going on a lot in the album, and I really like that laid back beat that they have. It reminded me a lot of the early '90s rappers that I really liked, like Tribe Called Quest yes. and Jurassic Five, which was yes. my absolute favorite, and sometimes even brought like a little bit of atmosphere out at some points. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked that drum beat and the synth um, playing on top with a steel pan. Um, I just thought it was really cool. And then I also just really liked the the message. It has this message of like, I want to be your hope. I want to be your peace when you need peace, you know, and being the, the peace of peace. Yeah. And I think it's just a beautiful message. And I think it's just such who J-Hope is and such a good song for him. And I like a little tidbit is that he called it part one because he wants to keep the conversation open. Oh, oh. interesting. Yeah. So there's going to be a part two one day. I hadn't even thought of that. Nice, nice. Well, that was just the hit replays, everyone. But I hope that gives you a taste (laughs) of just like how much we have to work with with this awesome Hicks tape. But moving on, it's our first Daybok or Not. J-Hope's Daydream is up on deck. 
Yeah. So what did you think of the concept of this song, Stephanie? I really liked it. It was simple. It was fun. It was colorful. I mean, just right off the bat, we start off with a montage of those bright, seizure-inducing K-pop colors we all know and love. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, J-Hope is waking up from bed as if he's the lead character in some 90s Nickelodeon show. Like maybe it's a play off of Boy Meets World. The show is mm-hmm. Hope World. Mm-hmm. And there's this really funny moment where a hand slaps his face while he's sleeping to help him wake up <laughs> right on the beat of the song. So we're just really starting off colorful and goofy. I thought of, I don't remember if you grew up in the 90s, but we had this obsession in the 90s with like looking back on other decades and I remember at the time one of my favorite shows was that 70s show and I all of the um, visuals reminded me of the transitions that they would have in between on that 70s show with these like bright colors and interesting designs like almost like you'd see on a wall oh I totally feel that it it matches that same color palette as well as the font right like the font that we see is yeah the squishy fat font (laughs) the the font of the 70s yes (laughs) Totally, totally. So after J-Hope gets out of bed, he starts hanging out with fishes for some reason. (laughs) There's like flounder from The Little Mermaid, like goldfish in there, and he's just having a good time in an aquarium. What the hell is that about? What does it mean? (laughs) (laughs) So I actually read in the, uh, he did a Time Magazine article, which I thought was really, really cool because this is such a big deal that he like gets his first mixtape and he gets to like be interviewed by Time. But he said that he was very influenced by 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea sea by Jules Verne. Mm. And he was, he read it all the time as a kid. And he said that specifically for Hope World, he used a lot of the imagery in there, especially it starts off with the sound of the the ocean um but i also felt like this kind of happened as well in in this song with this idea in the book you have this idea that there is free he's searching for freedom as captain nemo like he's searching for freedom but he's also being confined in this box of a submarine that makes you a know? lot of sense. Yeah. So it's, it's this idea that he's in the, it, even if he's like, has this freedom of fulfilling his desires, he's also boxing himself out of another life yeah. opportunity. That makes so much sense because if you look at a lot of like the message and theory behind this and Ariana, I know you're probably about to jump on this, but it's <laughs> jumping on this. Oh, it feels so cliche to say this, but duality, right? <laughs> Between two different types of it's duality. Uh, it's all that du- like duality. The K-pop idol J-Hope, and you have J-Hope in his dreams, his hopes and wants. Like, have you guys ever like you know dreamed a dream and wonder like, what does that actually tell me about my own self? Like, is that how I really feel about something? And I think that's yeah. what Dream World is. Or, um, oh my God, what is the song called? <laughs> Dream World. Daydream. Daydream. You just Daydream. made a new song. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that that's what Daydream is about because it's about him falling into that rabbit hole, right? He references Alice in Wonderland yeah. and discovering that part of himself through the dream. And maybe it's that more authentic, 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 authentic. There we go. Guys, it's been a long day at work for me. <laughs> yeah, so, I feel yeah. that. It's been so this is a authentic side of J-Hope that we're seeing here. And it's one that not even he himself realizes and only acknowledges it or comes to grasp with it within the confines of his dream. Yeah, that's. Ex- I think that's a huge part of this is he even says in the lyrics per se, like he says, I'm not complaining that I don't get to do these things, mm-hmm. but these are a side of me that I have. He talks about the idol side of him in Piece of Peace, which is right. really interesting. This idea of like being, being J-Hope, 
being everybody's hope and everybody's light. Mm -hmm. But this is that other side, which I like to call like his dark, like, unfortunately, it's going to go this way, his dark side. Um, But I think that it's it's this idea that there are desires and hopes outside of his public persona, especially in in Korea, that he cannot pursue and also be an idol, which I find interesting. I, I... I mentioned this before in the K-pop chat earlier, but I watched uh, a, a reaction video by DK, DKD TV, mm-hmm. and they talked. They're both Korean, and they talked about oh, there are all these songs about you know giving up things that you want for mm. for being a Korean idol. And I thought to myself, well, none of our idols do that. Think about like Justin Bieber; <laughs> like they don't give up going crazy and getting drunk and doing all these things. Yeah. But he he yeah. has to he has to give these things up in order to have his career. So in this dark side, he gets to explore what it would be like to like get drunk, yep. you know, Ooh. to fall in love. Yeah. And my, the one that made me saddest is to cry without shame. Yeah. You know, oh. but then I also like that in it, he also like gets to wear sandals with a suit. That's like another dream, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all these ridiculous things. And, you know, part of appreciating this song also requires understanding, like this is how the K-pop model works in Korea that as an idol you're sort of forbidden from enjoying a lot of these like mortal like humanly yeah. pleasures because you've got the you have to be this like demigod among mm-hmm. like people as, as an idol in Korea and that hasn't yeah. quite you know translated over to the American market so this is certainly showing I don't think that it's ever side. coming to I, the American market I think market. it could possibly go the other way like they might become la- more lax on things that's right. probably yeah. how it's gonna go I don't that's think how it's it anytime soon yeah, yeah. I think we learned from this past year with a oh, couple yeah. of yeah. experiences that it's not going to go that way anytime soon. But I, I mean, it's it's a very interesting thing that they have a, a standard to live up to mm-hmm. and to be. They're really held up as being examples for the youth. The youth, right. you know, yeah, yeah the youth. That's true, as I like to say. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to call out one line in the lyrics where J Hope. Uh, references the song Young, Wild, and Free by Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. (laughs) And he says stuff like, so what, we get drunk, so what, we go out. I notice he didn't say the third line, so what, we smoke weed? (laughs) And that's because, like, that that might not go over well Well, in Korea. That's that's an actual, like, what, federal offense in Korea. Sentence of many years. Yeah, Yeah. no, I actually find it funny for a period, (laughs) as Top will tell you, you cannot do that. Um, But uh, there's actually a funny... Uh, in one of their performances for Go-Go, and I've seen this a bunch now lately, he, V was wearing a Legalize It sweatshirt. Uh-oh. And I was like, do they so know what bad. that means? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I saw it everywhere. They were, he wasn't the only one wearing it, too. And I was like, oh, do I, they must have no concept. That's how Scandalous. far away Pot is involved in that. <laughs> yeah. So itchy. Yeah. So I also kind of noticed um, some tie-ins to other videos, because, of course, it's BTS, so everything has to be related somehow Uh um there was the moment where he's sitting on top of the airplane oh right which reminded me in spring day when he's sitting on top of the train Mm -hmm. he like can't Mm. sit inside of an automobile of any sort or any kind of (laughs) he's always sitting on top of something and then there's i saw this on another um theory video that he's always in bed or laying down in a lot of videos you see it in i need you run and the wing short that he did Mm. and then also i felt like this is also tying into like the last few releases so starting with the love yourself shorts that they had then serendipity and dna which is the this obsession with space mm-hmm. like everything's in space yeah they're like trying to shoot for the stars if you will so i thought that was really interesting i felt like it was a slight tie-in to what's already happened yeah 
definitely a lot of that and these are like you know the joys of being like bts army you get to see all these Mm -hmm. like subtle nods and references to previous work as well in a way that doesn't like disrupt or become too dependent and in terms of understanding the message or the the main message or the story of this music as a whole right Mm -hmm. but it it is a nice add-on you know when you mentioned about him lying down that's very core i mean the bed is even illuminated at one Mm -hmm. point in this and it just shows like that's his gateway that's Mm -hmm. you know his realization that's his way out and that's why i think we see him like lying obviously it's a dream world so you're going to of course see him sleeping and waking up in in different ways of course they're going to play off of that but they're showing that like he is swimming in these human desires just like we all are Mm -hmm. and even when he's in that that panoramic room with the bed and he's obviously in his dream world the bed's still there that's right and and that it's it's when he's in that bed, bed that he can see out that he has mm-hmm. that clarity, that he gets that landscape, you know, panoramic view. Mm, that's right. Now, speaking of the bed, that, that was a scene that stuck out to me a lot. I mean, first of all, because the bed is just lit and the rest of the room is <laughs> uh-huh. dark and he's just dancing around it. You don't really see that too much. It reminded me a little of the Drake hotline bleak. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> or he's just dancing around. He's doing some some funny like footwork. And then I realized, hey, J-Hope is a dancer and we're not seeing any choreo here. He's having fun. Yeah. But like, what gives, man? I need some flips. <laughs> I wondered. So part of this was my wonder is because we would expect him to do it. Maybe he right. didn't do it. Yeah. So there wasn't like this distinct choreography like you'd see in the group numbers because that's what you would expect him to do. But I would say that like his interpretation is still distinct because you wouldn't see any dance you like didn't see any dancing really in RM or August D videos but you see some in specific scenes and it's not choreographed it's just movement mm-hmm. you know so when he's in it's my favorite outfit of the whole thing that green tracksuit that I oh, want so yeah. bad he is he's so free and open to move around and he's you know he's just with them with the music it doesn't feel forced or I guess choreographed is the best word and then he just has like this swag to him he also dances a little bit when he's in the suit and sandals and then in that room which is really cool because there's all this room for him to like be free even though like when it splits you still see the seven the six guys behind him Mm -hmm. it's still kind of cute not to his group right right there were a few other literary references in the lyrics of this, right? I mean, for mm-hmm. all those hitchhiker fans out there, oh, Ariana, mm-hmm. I know you caught it as well. The don't panic on the cell phone. What was that about? Okay, so I'm a big nerd. And first of all, Arthur calls him. And Arthur is the main character of Hitch- Hitchhiker's Guide mm. to the Galaxy. And the main the main guidebook that they have for the... Um, basically, Arthur is a little bit anxiety driven and one of when he's being taken up into space one of the books that he's given is a guidebook called don't panic and i just i thought that that was one we have this tie-in right now because uh elon musk spacex actually sent up a spaceman and in right in front of him there's a big lettering that says don't panic so i thought that was cool that it was perfect timing also i feel like this could be an allusion to the fact that like maybe he uses it as his safety net so he doesn't completely lose himself in the dream. So he ne- he doesn't have to panic. He'll always find a way back. And he'll always be able to wake up. Yeah. And it, you see it when he, he slightly wakes up after that and then immediately decides to go back to sleep. Hmm. <laughs> so I guess J-Hope is into Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh. Who knew? Like I heard like, we're going to Hogwarts and I'm like, what? 
<laughs> yeah, he kept saying Hogwarts. Oh, it was so good. It, I, yeah, I just, I every little like little literary reference made me really excited. I actually wondered about if you look at the lyrics, he doesn't say "wishing on a sky," "wishing on a scar" with S C A R, and I was right, like, right. "What is that in reference to?" So I feel like uh, I keep saying, "I think scar or something." Yeah, I was wondering if that oh was what God. it was. It was his scar. <laughs> I was like. They, can it be that? I don't think it's that. But then I also am like, RM's probably involved somehow trying to be all deep in something. <laughs> so when I was listening to this, I think the main appeal of the song is the chorus. The verses are, in my opinion, are kind of okay. I, I wouldn't say it's too dynamic, but it's showing a different side, a unique voice from J-Hope that we don't get in BTS as a group. But for the chorus, it's got a really catchy hook. And I feel like because it's that up-tempo hip-hop beat, like I could be DJing this in my like mainstream Western top 40 mm-hmm. hip-hop sets. I'll just like weasel in the chorus of this song and then just weasel out mm-hmm. right at the end of the chorus. And people are like, wait, what? Was he singing in Korean? Like, what? What? What's that? <laughs> just hip-hop I just listened to? Like, I feel like I can get away with doing something like that with this song. Yeah, it, it has a very Western sound to it. And like for me, it reminds me of some trendy L.A. lounge with fancy cocktails that glow yeah. in the dark. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love <that>. right. Yeah. <laughs> a nice Cosmo. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I for me, I, I felt that like 70s funk with a samba backing, like a little bit of that coming out. Um, it's obviously very updated in that like 90s hip hop set- sensibility right. because that's kind of what they were doing in the 90s also mm-hmm. was taking from other generations. Right. I think that my favorite part about this song is the dichotomy of framing this very kind of sad topic and very serious topic of being split in two people but then making it an upbeat song Mm. it's like a really i i kept saying this is just so j-hope to do that you know to make that Mm. decision because it could be a very somber song yeah you know i think that's that's certainly yeah that's definitely a good way to take it but I, I might take a more optimistic perspective, and I would say that mm-hmm. this isn't necessarily a dark song. It's just J-Hope admitting, like, look, I'm human too, you guys. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not this immaculate Jesus all the time. And, <laughs> immaculate Jesus? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I, I, am this, I am learning what I even like myself. Like, I am mm-hmm. personally discovering things about myself. I don't know everything about me. So I think that mm-hmm. it's, it's that, you know, and it's like I'm learning this as I go in my dream. Mm-hmm. In my dream, I it's a, it it's the. It, I feel like each um, mixtape has a personal reveal song, right. and this is the personal reveal song. Now, I was gonna say I was just looking online at the lyrics, and someone posted a translated comment from J Hope on like his track album review on V Live. Yeah, I saw you, that. You saw that? Oh, okay, great. Where he's talking about, I, I think this song in particular, saying the topic could seem serious, and I thought so mm-hmm. at first, but if I focused too much on that topic, the song would be too serious. So I kept the beat like a house tempo. Yeah. Made yeah. the music kind of contrasting. So that, yeah. that's really creative. Right. Yeah, it's a creative choice. Yeah, for me, the for August, you know, we see in August D, it's the so, the so Far Away, the one that he has with Saran, where he's talking about his depression and the things that he's dealing with on the side. I feel like this is similar what J-Hope is doing in this song saying like I'm struggling with this thing that's going on where I have two people I don't have a problem with it mm-hmm. but it's definitely something that's going on yeah. and it again it's such a J-Hope response to that which mm. is I'm struggling with this thing but 
um, I'm going to, I'm going to bring light to this, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to bring, I'm going to be your hope, you know, Mm -hmm. your light in this. Mm -hmm. One thing that someone who we always have on the show, um, Rodri, Rodri Rodri on Twitter, he tweeted earlier that when you look at these mixtapes as a whole, it's what's so great about BTS is that you see the genuine side of them mm-hmm. right like with, with other like singles and solos from like different labels you can't help but wonder like is the label having like a very heavy hand in determining what that concept will be what the message will be what the lyrics are in this case like bts has been been given a lot of creative control over how they want to present this alternate mm-hmm. side of themselves so i think what at least from what you're saying about like J-Hope and Chiga with August D. Like we were seeing something that was another side of them and it's very genuine to who they are. Yes. All right. Sounds like it's about that time, y'all. <laughs> time to give our final scores. For the concept, one being lowest, five being highest. How would you rate it, DJ Pilo? Concept, I think J-Hope did a really great job on this. It's a nuanced message, shows a lot more about the person. And I love how the message is shown visually. So I have to give it a 4.2. Wow. High praise. Yeah, for me, it was um, very, it was really smart. I think that, you know, this is one of those few times where I feel like the lyrics and the video match up really well. I don't, I think sometimes we get, it gets a little bit uh, lost sometimes yeah. and I think this one is very direct but also still tells a really interesting story and you can still have theories and interesting things going on I also just really love it it's fun It's it makes me happy to watch I watch it at work even when I'm working on other things I'll just have it in the background because it's beautiful uh-uh. <laughs> um, oops um, so I'd probably I, I'm going to give it a 4.3 it was really great Whoa! you had a one up me there by like points yeah, yeah just <laughs> Just by a little bit, because if I get him a 4.5, I have to explain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So I definitely agree with you guys. I like how tight the concept is. The story that it tells, how it's pretty obvious what he's talking about, and it fits with the lyrics, and all the little jokes and funny comic relief moments in there just give you a sense of his personality as well. I'm going to give it a 4. Okay because it is so simple. <laughs> but, Not a 4.25 right in the center? <laughs> no, no. I'm going to stick with four. Are, are you, wait, Stephanie, I, I want to call you out for this. I feel like you never give anything above a four. Like, <laughs> I probably don't. So is, is this genuinely a, a four for you, Stephanie? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a four. And, and what Ariana, Ariana was asking earlier, like, what, what would be a five in your book? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anything's worth a five okay. at this point. Okay. <laughs> it's the asymptote, right? Like it's that I, moment I that you, everyone's spring, trying spring to... day is my five. Yeah. And I yeah, still yeah, go from Something there. with like a cinematic quality storyline. Yeah. Okay, okay. And it like, makes you feel a lot. That feel be, all the feels? Yeah, feel all the feels. You got to hit me in the feels for a five. Got it. Got it. Okay. Audio, guys. One to five. I actually really like this sound because I grew up in this, the era that this kind of sound was popular. Right. And so this is kind of a, it's almost like a throwback in a, in a modern t- 
take for me. So I, I actually am surprised at how I didn't think it was overproduced, but I also feel like it could have been a little bit more consistent. So, and it's definitely not my favorite song on the album. I will, pro I will listen to it every time it comes on, but it's not my favorite song on the album. So I'm going to say 3.9. Yeah, that's, that's super good. Um, the audio is cool, but genre-wise, it's not quite in my wheelhouse. So I'm going to give it, I guess, 3.4. Okay. <laughs> because, okay. yeah, I, I'm, I like the concept way more than oh, the same. audio appeals to mm -hmm. me. That's just, yeah. just his personal mm -hmm. preference. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I have been on the internet, and I've learned that you can't say bad things about BTS. Um, mm. But <laughs> that being said, I, I kind of want to give this is still a good song. I, I if you actually look at all the songs off of the album, I think this is probably the strongest audio wise of all the songs mm. Um, mm. next to baseline. Oh, but, my God. <laughs> next to that, uh, this was definitely the, t the, the best pick of them. That said, I was kind of disappointed by how flat the verses felt to me and just how the monotone everything else was I like the ethereal quality of the hook of the chorus and that has an earworm, earworm quality but on the whole for the audio I have to give it a three. Oh, <laughs> wow tanked it yeah. alright guys so all in all was J-Hope's Daydream Daybok or not. Um, yeah, it's day back for me. No questions. Um, yep. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be on in every playlist for a little while. Sweet. Yeah, it's day back for me as well. Makes me happy. And day back for me. No question. Woo. Concept definitely <laughs> carried it through over this finish line. <laughs> Moving on to our second Daybok or Not for this episode. It's our second shot, our second single, is J-Hope's Airplane. Okay. What do you all think of the concept? <laughs> uh, this one's a lot simpler. Yeah. Um, this one seemed a lot more, I think it seemed a lot more straightforward at first. I was like, oh, airplane, airport, got it. Um, <laughs> I was like, cool. And honestly, the whole time I was watching, I was like, oh, this would be a Drake video. Like yeah. his like yes, standing, yes. standing in front of like, I would say personally, like I just imagined like, yeah, views from the six. All I was imagining is views from the six. I was imagining like a, I was like a private plane and just in front of it. But there's a couple of things I did notice that I think are interesting, and I think part of it carries over from the daydream video at the top of the video, and you see it actually later on. I don't actually think he is outside. I think he's actually still in that room with the background. The one where we see like him in, in Daydream looking out at the beautiful mountains ah. and then later the stars. I think that's the same room because later on you see that room again. So I think that this might be Daydream, him and his Daydream. Oh. And you also see nobody at the airport. Now, granted, that's probably also because they can't they do would that mob to him. shoot. Yeah, they would mob him. But I also think it's this interesting thing like 
he's the only one in the there's no other cars you know really there's nobody other people near their cars there's just nobody around so he's by himself you also never see him next to an airplane it's always in the sky and him looking up Mm. so I wondered if there's this possibility if it is coming from daydream if it's still in the same world that maybe this is you know the whole song is basically about him remembering as a kid how much he loved he like looked forward to flying and how much he wanted to fly Mm -hmm. this is if he lived in his daydream world he wouldn't have access to this because if he were to go down that daydream world of getting drunk all the time not working hard enjoying himself falling in love doing all those things he would also be giving up the option of being on those planes being the idol celebrity that he is in BTS. Yeah, being the idol celebrity. He's in a car. He's not in a plane. He's sitting in a car outside of the airport. Oh, snap. You know? So I think there is a little bit of that. I think there's Uh, at least a concept. Um, Because at first I was like, airplane. Yeah, (laughs) and you know, I don't know if you caught it, but right at the end of Daydream, there's an airplane. Mm-hmm. Right at the end, it, and I thought that I actually was wondered if that was going to be the if they were going to do the next video based yeah, on airplane. That's, yeah, that's probably the hint of what yeah. the next yeah. video would be. I'm sure, the fans jumped on it; they knew immediately. Ugh, and I didn't, and that's so bad. Oh. <laughs> now, what, one thing we see in this video is him sitting in a room where the walls are screens. Mm-hmm. I think it. Did we see that also in Daydream? That same yeah, room with the. That's what I was saying. I don't think he's outside during that. I think he's yeah, in this that whole time. same room. Huh, yeah, I don't think he woke up in that situation. Yeah, he's just spending all this time in his mind then. He's also mm-hmm. in this completely new concept to K-pop of being on top of a parking garage all by himself. <laughs> I don't think totally we've new. ever seen that so in unique. K-pop before. So weird. I've never seen that ever. <laughs> So what, what is it he's, um, in this video, he spends a lot of time sitting in this rolly chair and just mm-hmm. thinking and looking out. Does the chair mean something? I think he's like watching his, like watching his life from the outside because the, the scenes behind him are like a, the stars again. You see the stars mm-hmm. at some point, you see like a really fast pace, the, the typical like awesome cinematography of moving fast paced through a city and it looks like it's soul. Mm, you know, yeah. um, you see a you see an airplane in the background at some point. Like you you see, you almost see like the things that he's kind of like watching from almost from the daydream he's watching on the other end. Almost like they they flipped hmm. instead of it's instead of the idle version of him being the dominant. It's almost like this other daydream side was the dominant. And I just want to call out the the very first shot in the video is of Seoul at sunset as if you're flying in with a plane. It's gorgeous. Oh. Love the, the pinks and purples in the sky there and the detail. It's really pretty. It's beautiful. Yeah, and I'm sure he I, he's referencing probably the moment when he, like he made first it. saw that sight. Yeah, yeah, that's when you know you made it. You're flying back home. Right. Right. Maybe oh after God. the trip to Japan that he talks about in the lyrics. Yeah. His mm-hmm. first trip to Japan. Maybe he flew back and, and saw Seoul by sunset. And that was a special moment. Yeah. Ariana, I'm totally buying, like, this is like... Oh my gosh, here we go again. A dream within a dream. Like Inception. <laughs> I don't know how much else we have that in K-pop. But I, I totally agree with your theory. 
but for me, like this is the started from the bottom. Now we're here. Like this is like we need it. Yeah. Like, you know, now the whole team here yeah. started from the bottom. Now we're here, and like that. That he yeah. references the haters, right? In the, yeah. in the song, it's like, yo, you're envious of of my fame because I work so hard to get here. Okay, we popping champagne like we won a championship game. Bottles, bottles on me. Okay, we popping champagne like we won a championship game. Bottles, bottles on me. But it's and going we're gonna get to the audio a little bit, but it's also the, a weird shift because normally that's that type of song is really upbeat. It's the banger. Oh yeah, it's the, like, it's the one with attitude. It's normally the banger yeah. of the album. I would say again, like going back, like August for August D. That was um, his first single. August D. Mm-hmm. is talking about the haters and look at how how much I'm doing, and it's a banger. Yeah. This is this like slow moving beautiful hip hop oh, song kind of melancholy yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and the video is very somber and quiet and and him by himself and he looks kind of sad um and so I think that's a, an inter- he like literally took both songs and turned them on upside on their head you know um because it's not what you would typically do in those kinds of songs yeah Right, right. No, I I noticed the line about no, I laugh at the haters, like I'm a boss, this kind of thing. I and I, it felt a little out of place, mm-hmm. given the rest of the song and um, the music video, the visuals. It just didn't have that vibe. So mm-hmm. I it kind of caught me off guard that he had the the lines about laughing at the haters, and he had some funny uh, Konglish sprinkles throughout. <laughs> I think in verse two, mm-hmm. there's a verse about clouds, and then at the end of every phrase, he adds in, a, he throws in an English word. He's like, mm-hmm. over the clouds, deep in my feelings. And then, mm-hmm. with the clouds, check it, me and the clouds have chemistry. <laughs> I'm fading. Then he just like adds English <laughs> yeah. at the end. I thought it was so cute and, and fun. He's clearly having mm-hmm. fun with writing the lyrics for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's him. That's He's also just picking up English really yeah. fast. Like you can see it started to come out a little bit more and more. Yeah. yeah, I really like the line where he says he loves airplane mode because he yes. can like throw all his worries and concerns away. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm stealing that it's, now. Like that, like you know oh, that whenever airplane mode is the best. Yes, whenever I want to be like, yo, screw you, like ignore the haters. Airplane mode, like that, yeah. that, that's my new catchphrase. I'm stealing. It's from either walking yeah. or a- airplane mode. Yes. Hashtag airplane mode. <laughs> <laughs> airplane mode to get the haters away. Yeah, yeah we should make that happen. Yeah. Airplane mode. Some interesting backstory about the song. Um, he actually wrote this on an airplane. Of course. Looking, and he was think- he said he was thinking about being on the plane on a plane for the first time and being a kid and being excited. Like that's obviously what the whole song is yeah. about. But he also decided in the audio you can hear the it's it's during the chorus it's almost like an echoing effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that's actually the other members of B- BTS singing behind <gasps> him. <gasps> Isn't that great? No kidding. Oh my yeah, God. I thought that was really cool. He wanted to. He said he wanted to include them on the song because he shares this experience on airplanes with them and shares this experience of travel. Oh. Oh. 
Yeah, and apparently there's a version of this of just RM doing it because he helped him write the hook, and there's just a version of RM doing this somewhere. Wow. Yeah. Mind I blood. just think it's yeah, it's like it's it's a weirdly like it's just so. Um, it, I I have a little bit of an issue with the song because I find it a, not like really in my wheelhouse. Going back to like, you know, it's not <laughs> quite the kind of sound that I like. But it's to me the the part that I love about it is it's so personal to him, yeah. and you can feel right. that. It's yeah. maybe not the most complicated; doesn't have the best lyrics, but it literally you can hear how much passion he ha- has behind behind the song. And you also realize like he's a good singer; <laughs> like he has a very mm-hmm. good voice. Mm-hmm. And you don't see it as much in like Daydream. You see it a little bit more in this song. Right, right. It mm. d- it does give you another different type of personality, which you only get yeah. in this song. Mm. Right. So speaking of his lovely voice, <laughs> shall we move on yes, to the audio? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Um, Peter, I'll call on you. What did you think of the audio well, of this one? Uh, there's a little more bass in it. Is that yeah, enough for you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like just because it has bass doesn't mean that it's always going to be good, you guys. For warning, Uh-oh. but I thought yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, foreshadowing. <laughs> yes, I will say that you get rewarded for having the uh, by our aural experience. So this is like when whenever you're wearing headphones or you're sitting in a car with like stereo speakers, where you have your left channel and your right channel, you get that mm-hmm. effect where. In those um, ad-libs or like, as, as you say, Ariana, like when you hear the other members singing in the background, you hear them on separate channels. So you hear them on the mm-hmm. left side and then on the right side. And like, I, I, I don't know, that effect I really liked. It has, mm-hmm. I feel the feels in the audio of this song. And as you're saying, Stephanie, like maybe we've just become so cultured to expect like sort of from the Bob now here as being like a, a tough banger attitude song but this mm-hmm. is like more of a somber reflective and it's like I've made it like I can't believe I've made it yes yeah. like I did mm-hmm. these things it's like spaced out mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and this reflects it and it almost kind of reflects the sacrifice that it took it took him to get there and you feel that mm-hmm. in the song well and this idea that once you've made it there's only a, a fall after, you know, where's the peak and where's the fall. Mm-hmm. And I think even though we, we're pretty sure the fall isn't going to happen anytime soon. I think that's a, they, they always seem like every album they release is could fail, you know? Sure. And I think that comes from being underdogs, yeah. you know, they, there's always this possibility that it could fail. And so I think that it is coming from a somber place in a, in a little way because of that, because it's like, Oh, I'm in the airplane the only we like we're in the airplane and we're going to descend eventually, you know, Um, whether that be just when they go into the army or, you know, whether even be before that, I, the seven year as an army, army, I'm I'm pretty sure that's never going to happen. But, you know, I, I, there is, I think that's behind it is this like, again, it's, he, he kind of turned them on it on their heads and kind of, he's coming at this, you know, I made it, position but with a very like mm-hmm. wary sound yeah yeah i totally agree so i'm not gonna rehash what everybody else says i got the the drake vibe from this but it's a more <laughs> like you said mature measured take 
on on that style of song. Mm-hmm. Knowing the lyrics and knowing the concept, like I can't separate it then from the audio itself. If I try mm-hmm. to, then I'm not as impressed with the song as a whole. But taking mm-hmm. them as a package, love it. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? Taking the package is what makes it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So for the concept, Ariana, wanna kick us off with your score? The concept I think if read into it's a lot more interesting. Right. I don't necessarily care about the music video. I don't need to watch it much. I feel like I'm more interested in the song than the music video in this case because again it kind of has that weird somber Drake feel which I'm not a huge (laughs) fan of his music videos anyways. I'd probably actually give this like a solid three. Mm -hmm. I think it was kind of like thrown together. I would agree with that. I would also give it a three. Uh, The visuals on this were not as strong. It's not as high budget, not as creative. The lyrics are what really carry the concept yes, for me. Yes, mm-hmm. and this is where it becomes clear, like how we weight things differently, kind of according to our own mm-hmm. separate like judging paradigms. For me, the message is usually the most important thing, and then yeah. the visuals augment that main message. It, I think we're all in agreement here that the the visuals were kind of lacking in, in this mm-hmm. one, but the message was so spot on. So for me, it's a three point five. What? What? <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Wow, that's shocking. I don't even know what to say to that. Well, you know, it was the parking structure. I, I just never seen that uh, in K-pop. Yeah, before. those parking structures. Never before seen yeah. <laughs> in all of K-pop. Oh man! All right, so Ariana, what about the the somber Drake? audio did it appeal to you (laughs) yeah i again i would probably say in this case i definitely think i like this song more as as i said i'm I'm not necessarily needing to watch the music video to enjoy the song i think that it's different with daydream like i like both and i want to watch both um and listen i can listen and watch it whereas this i'm like "Eh, i don't necessarily need to watch it but the song in this case is kind of interesting i like the lyrics i think they're a little repetitive but it's it's kind of pretty and i like his voice a lot so i'll probably give this a little bit of a bump from the concept and go i'm gonna go 3.5 for this so for me the song itself doesn't like hold my attention all the way throughout it's pretty Mm -hmm. monotonous but I do love that first drop with the bass. I'm already like, yeah. I can definitely see myself like bumping it for maybe 30, 40 seconds in the car. There you go. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real. And then like once it gets to verse two, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yes. <laughs> so, so with that, that makes it really hard. Um, I think I'm going to have to give solid three here as well. Okay. No, I, I clearly liked... Uh, Daydream more mm-hmm. and looking at what I gave Daydream and what I want to give Airplane it means I need Uh-oh. to give Daydream a higher sure. score so if we go back in time I gave it a 3 oh, man. I like to bump that up to 3.1 oh, <laughs> and then change huge change Airplane and my score for Airplane is a 3 so like, <laughs> I, I was close to giving it a 2.9 but you know what Stephanie you're, is that allowed well like here's the thing when you said like you were like body rocking in your car, like you're like, hey, like you know, like you know, I do like body rolls to it. Like this is one yeah. that I definitely do that too. And I've given yeah. worse songs lower scores and uh, mm-hmm. other similarly rated songs the same score. So I would mm-hmm. still say yeah. Airplane is a is a pretty solid yeah. three. 
being a Bay Area kid originally, I imagined this song driving down yeah. the, um, the 280 by, by oh, yeah. like heading up to San Francisco. Yes. Oh my Isn't god, that that's exactly that is exactly what I had in mind. Yes. Is driving yeah. down like the, with the like windows the slightly open with the water. Yeah. Oh man, that's it. Just like windows slightly open. After you know, work. just like. Yeah, well, not when you're like, work because there's second. traffic. So not not. not oh, okay. Well, but like like yeah. After know. work, when like you pass the traffic yes. <laughs> during sunset, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh man, that's it. That's so funny that we had the same image. Yeah, this is something like only Bay Area people can relate to. But take our word for it; it's pretty. Yeah. It's gorgeous, yeah. and it and it captures the meaning, the essence mm-hmm. of J Hope's skyline, airplane. skyline that airplane. Boulevard. Yes. All right. Cool. So, at the end of the day, was J-Hope's airplane Daybok or not? Ariana, kick us off. It's Daybok for me. I still, it's it's one of those things for me that I definitely will, again, it, when the bass hits, I'm excited about the song. I don't think it's going to make it past, like, the next few months of something right. I really remember. Yeah. But it's still something really interesting to me. It's a really interesting take. And it, it also can't necessarily be removed from the album. Right. But I think if I were, if I had it on my playlist in a month from now and it came up on random, I might skip it. That's a good point. Like, you're... you're- totally agree like you can't remove it from the album no let's see for me barely just because it makes me bob my head in the car but man (laughs) it's it's on the border for me not that great you can't see me but i was like doing the dance motion and like is this daybok like as i'm like going through the dances (laughs) as if i'm driving i'm just imagining like does it pass that threshold and i will say it it does by the skin of its teeth it does it's daybok Tabak. Blue side. Back to blue side. Blue side. Back to blue side. So if you haven't been following us on the Twitter, you should. Just follow us at the K-pop cast. And every Tuesday we hold a K-pop chat hosted by Supermatic. On the K-pop chat today, we've talked about none other than J-Hope's mixtape. As a part of that chat, Twitter user Pink Fashion Ninja, or April, from the Jin Cha Cha podcast, remarked that, in her opinion, this wasn't exactly her favorite BTS mixtape. Yeah, in it, she mentioned that whereas RM and Suga have more of a sense of their style and more of a sense of their st- of their storytelling, J-Hope is still not really finding his aesthetic outside of BTS. He's He still sounds like he does in BTS. Yeah. Rodri actually did point out the, the sense that because he isn't a musician, although the mixtape might be less distinct, it's the lyrics that he really sets himself apart. He's able to really do his storytelling through his lyrics, and he's still trying to find out the sound of it, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, that's a great point. We also had another comment from Twitter user uniquelyme underscore KC, who explained that both Airplane and Daydream were Tabak in this Twitter user's opinion. <laughs> and they are good examples of Hobie's versatility as a rapper. All right, so that's it for your J-Hope double shot on the K-pop cast. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. So, signing off, tell us where everyone can find you online. 
And who's the next member of BTS you think should have their own mixtape? <laughs> so you can follow me at DJ Peter Lowe. The next member of BTS who should have their own mixtape. Uh, which is actually a really challenging question because I feel like there's who should be next and there's who I want to be can't next. just answer the question. Okay. And who I really think should be next should be someone other than Rapmon. But who I really mm. want to be next is Rapmon. Because Rapmon I is like a genius, gonna... like the Einstein of our age. Yeah. And the reason why he shouldn't be next, <laughs> the reason why he shouldn't be next is because he should go last. Because he needs to drop Ooh. the mic. And everyone will be like, because everyone's minds will be like blown from what he drops. Mm-hmm. And it'll be too hard to follow it. And like, really as like the spiritual like leader, at least for us Westerners, like, he really needs to let his other members shine before he like makes it impossible to follow. That's true. Everyone is everyone would compare the other yeah. solo efforts to rap mod and it would be yeah. a disaster. And the last one came out three or four years ago, so it would be so different anyways. It'd be really cool to see what, yes. what it sounds like now. Okay, for me, I'm actually gonna switch it up and go with a singer. I would probably like to say Ugh, I would probably typically go with Jungkook, but I'm gonna go with V. I <gasps> loved his solo so much, and it's such a, he likes R&B and I like R&B, so I would love to see him do an R&B album. It would be really cool, and I love him. I'm not going against my bias, Jin, by saying that. And you can reach me at on Twitter at Ariana underscore Y underscore Con. And for me, you can find me on Twitter at sparker2, and I'm just gonna shamelessly be all over my bias and second V as soon as to come up with a whole like full length R&B sultry <laughs> just that album is gonna be so good just, just his voice just his voice is enough for oh me and I'm sure a lot of our listeners agree yeah <laughs> creativity out okay. the window concept out the window just have a video sit, of, sit in a chair and look at just, me yes just him in a chair <laughs> singing that's enough vibes all the way okay alright well and with that good night, everyone that's, that's that's it for this episode of the K-Pop Cast. We'll catch you all next week. <laughs> all right, bye, guys. Bye. Wow, I think we got it like perfectly. Yeah. Now. Wow. That's like first time <laughs> yeah. ever, first that, take. I work very hard listening to you guys to try to match up what <laughs> I'm listening. Because I'm like, okay, it goes like this. <laughs> I'm so flattered. That made me. <laughs> I, I mouth it on the subway train sometimes. Wow. <laughs> Dedication. <laughs> Love it. Sangar bada bow